Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is October 31st. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, happy Halloween. Just missed Pretty that sure. first of the month recording. <laughs> Disappointed. Disappointed you missed it. But it's good to record it's on nice, Halloween. It's nice to close the month, you know, with the recording, you know, properly sure. shut, it, shut, it, shut the month down. Yeah, sure. That that's fine. It's 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 our annual Halloween episode. We're gonna do costumes again. Uh, this is, I guess, four. Is this four in a row? We've eighteen, nineteen, yeah. twenty. Is it five? I think there might be five. five. Our fifth. Holy cow! We've been doing this for this long. Jeez. Uh, it's usually a favorite. So we'll see if we what we came up with on the uh, you know over the weekend. Couple cobble some together. We'll see if anyone actually puts them into play. Um, real quick, why don't we run through winners? We'll talk probably live finale. It was the finale, right? It, you know, it was bigger than the Butterfield. It was louder. I don't know about that. I, they're insisting on that. It was big, bigger than the Portugal masters. I mean, more, I don't know if bigger, but, or more consequential, but there was certainly more interest around it. So Butterfield, Seamus Power wins. <coughs> Clips, Thomas did Dietrich. It, did he really win? What do you mean? I don't know if you if you were following any of the close of that. No, story. I actually, full disclosure, followed nothing. Like, I know. Um, I mean, everybody was just giving it away. Yeah. It was, it was a disaster of a finish. Ben like, Griffin blew maybe, up on Like, not good golf. Nobody played good golf. Dietrich finished, like, hours ahead. Almost won. <laughs> How about uh shout out ben. to PGA Tour Cobbs? They're two guys they pulled into a press conference. You know, this is a week where you decide, flip a coin. Who am I bringing in? Brian Gay. They picked pulled in Power and Dietrich. One, two. Shout out to PGA Tour Cobbs. I mean, those they are picked like them two right. of the highest ranked guys <laughs> in the field. What's your anti-power statement again of a uh, Capaloo or something? He was the worst guy in the field or something. <laughs> I know. He's, he's he knows how to pick around. pick off these sort of uh, I mean, what, sleepy what, events. Does this really count as a win? I can't believe that this gets you into the Masters. It's, it's actually like extremely f- frightening that this is it. I mean, I'm surprised more guys don't play it because it's so bad. Right. The field is you, so bad. He beat Kim Swan by almost 50 shots, 40, 47 shots. And that's Swan having to only play two rounds. Uh, like The spread is not, it does not apply. <laughs> spread does not apply to cut events. I'm sorry. The spread applies to the guy having to still go out there on Sunday and take his lashings while he's just 38 shots behind. You got to keep going on the weekend. Keep taking your beatings. But still, right. almost 50 I, shots. 
I had a lot of people pop me about Kim Swan. About oh the God! Kim Swan I mean, there's just people I can get like mad about everything. They can take a position about every. This is ridiculous. What about it? What are they getting mad just, at you for? I just want to. All right, I understand. He had no business in the field. <laughs> I know he has a local connection, and there's probably like, you know, Bermudans should get to do this and celebrate it. Like, no, it's a PJ Tour event. It's not a celebrity pro am. Is this what the defense? Who's getting at you about this? I can't yeah, believe we're going back no down clue, Kim Swan. No clue what he's done for golf in Bermuda. These oh, are the things I'm hearing. Fine. You know what? That's great. He can hit out a hit off a ceremonial first tee shot every year. I don't care. He can play practice rounds. I don't care. But he's out there averaging two seventeen off the tee, <laughs> shooting BBs out there. And like, here's the thing. It makes your field look idiot. It just no live. Everybody loves to badmouth live fields. No live field with with justification in a lot of instances. I mean, their yeah. fields can be pretty thin. After. But no live field ever had somebody as bad as Kim Swan, and that's one of the reasons you can't have guys like that in your field. You just can't. It it's a joke. I was <laughs> I was texting with somebody that you know is intimate with PGA Tour. And I asked them what it was, what what their comp uh, comp would be, and they said it would be like somebody doing one of those dream uh, spring trainings, you know, fantasy baseball camp, <laughs> fantasy the, baseball the old timers, yeah, where yeah, like yeah. sixty year olds are out there, they still wear on baseball the, pants, on the spring training <laughs> yeah. fields, gets to pitch an inning in a game. I mean, <laughs> this is insane, but you can't have this happen. You can you can have. You can honor them in a million ways. Give them a plaque. They gave Lucas Glover a plaque at the <laughs> course. Give Kim Swan a plaque. But yeah. But anyways, the other thing you got really. What about, you the, have, what about the guys playing with him? I know. I you saw have that. like a, a job a to mess. have a good competition. It is not he's advantageous at, to play with a guy that shoots eighty nine. He's sucks. hitting at two seventeen, and he's hitting at two seventeen on average. Honestly, like whenever I played a big tournament in amateur golf, even I would immediately look at the pairings just to see who I was playing with. And when I was paired with people I knew that were good at golf, I was excited when I when there were names that I didn't know. I was like, oh, you're going to have to just like, you know, lock in today. But like when there's when you're playing with other good players, like and this is the thing. You're a PGA Tour player. You shouldn't be playing with some guy who can, can can't hit it two thirty. <laughs> Did you? All right, we know he's we know he has no business. I can't believe you really had people coming at you about. I like, had some PGA Tour employee saying I was no. getting blown out to sea. What? Some PGA Tour employee said you were getting blown out to sea <laughs> for your take. Yeah. For your, it's not even a take. It's just a reading of the facts of the scorecard of the sixty-five-year-old board of trustees. What? What's? It's not even a take. All right, I can't. That's what I'm because uh, I'm incredulous about. It's not we. The Swan issue is black and white. Like he just didn't. I can't believe there was actual backlash. People just have backlash about anything these days. Take counter counter proposal on anything um all right so that's your i do you have any other butterfield thoughts seamus power nothing are we good with that i i'm good on seamus power you know he's 
like okay, he's thirty second in the world now. Really? I think wow. the thing we have to do now with the world rankings is legitimately like add ten to any guy like Seamus Power. Oh, it's true. Ten? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Maybe. I think Maybe. I think outside of like the top guys, that's kind of what you have to do now. I mean, this is after the problem. what you get to like twenty five or something. Or this 20. is the problem with the world rankings. Not like it's uh, not a fucking world ranking anymore. Maybe. Like All right. what? What does it mean they got to thirty two when you know Brooks well, Kepka's those... Brooks Kepka's thirty nine, Taylor he Gooch is, is thirty eight. He's not better than those guys. Yeah. DJ's thirty. Oh God. Louis stays in 42. Co- is is Seamus <laughs> Power better than Kokrak? Maybe. Kokrak's 44. Sure. Harold similar Varner's profile. 46. Paul Casey's 47. He's not better than any of these guys. How much have they fallen in the last... Like I mean, he, so Kokrak's gone from 20th to 44th. Since when? Start of the year? Yeah. Okay. stays in 10th so- to 42nd. Just saying, some of these guys were trending down, or like behind him, anyways. But yes, I get your point. They're, Paul Casey, they're, they're... twenty-eight to forty-seven. Interesting. Bri- I mean, um, Bryson's fifty-second. Well, Bryson's a YouTuber. Bryson's a <laughs> Pat Reed. He's not better than Pat Reed. No. no. So this is my point. You got to add like ten to everybody's ranking. That's uh, not like top thirty. Jordan Smith. Wins the Portugal Masters, shoots 30 under out there over Gavin Green. Uh, Tapio and his uh, fedora was also heavily involved. You know Eddie what? Pepperell. I got a text from John Ezekowitz. Uh Jordan Smith beat Gavin Green while wearing Galvin Green. Uh, I always get confused with Gavin. I almost always say Galvin Green, right? Yeah. Uh all right, so he wins the Portugal Masters. Didn't see a lot of that. You know, I thought it was, yeah, that Sebastian Heisel, interesting, powerful interview. His last round, his last round ever. He's going to be a teaching pro, but he almost like won or he was in contention on Sunday. But he's like, doesn't matter what happens, Just whether wait I win till or he not, gets the I'm Kim done. Swan treatment. I'm going to start doing a teaching pro. So that's your European tour. On the Asia Pacific AM, we had Harrison Crow. There were a lot of puns about Harrison Crow. Swoops in to take the final round. Harrison Crow flies high. It's like there's just a lot of people are having fun with their headlines and email subject lines on that one I saw. But uh, he's an Aussie. He wins the Asia Pacific Amateur out in Thailand. There were there was also an announcement that's going back to Royal Melbourne. I, I don't know if we noted that last week. I saw but that. But a good uh, Asia Pacific Amateur. Uh, a really good leaderboard. Bo Jin, Jeff Guan uh, finished 2-3. So he was planning to turn pro crow crow. Yeah. And now he's got this. He's got a probably going to probably going to play the masters, right? Probably hang on, play the open. You got an open exemption. So Marty sleeps was down there. We'll get to his interview, but an interesting thing about Marty sleeps interview related to the Asia Pacific am is just how like, I don't want to talk about growing the game, but he's like, I don't even want to focus on the top amateurs in this event. I want to focus on the guys who are like just making the cut or the guys who can't, who probably don't have a shot of making the cut. It's like amateur golfers from Kyrgyzstan. And I think they had an amateur golfer from Iraq 
in this event. And it was just interesting to hear Slumbers talk about that. Like, yeah, I know like these guys who were going pro, these top Wager players, but I think like this championship, like you also need to look at it of like, where are we growing the base of players? Not necessarily the contenders for this championship, but like getting more players from a lot of different countries. Interesting point. I don't know. Hadn't really considered it. Uh, obviously, you know, you grow also by creating superstars too, like a Hideki type and, and big time stars from some of these countries. But I, I thought it was kind of a, a different way to look at it. It's like, I'm most concerned with like numbers of players. And if we have players from Iraq and Kyrgyzstan and all these other players that, that probably don't have a chance to win and aren't highly rated Wager, that's what this championship can do. It's like getting more people in the bucket. So uh, those are your results. Aside from live where the four aces won the team championship and the $50 million purse. I think they each get 4 million each yeah. player. Pat Perez 16 total 4 million each. Um, they beat punch. Pat Perez, uh, Silas, the haters. Yeah. I don't think he did that. No. I mean, he had a good round. I don't think he did that. It was an okay. Round. Yeah, good. Well, a good round. But I, I just, I, I know he got people his... on the course, so we don't really know if it was a good round. <laughs> I know he got his pop off at the end. Like he didn't, he didn't tank their chances. Good for Pat Perez. So that, that doesn't sort of wipe out the earlier narrative with substance behind it that he was very bad and winning a lot of money on all those most of those American live events, whether it be Portland or you know New Jersey. So. Uh, but yeah, he he was fine. Live win, uh, team four aces wins. They beat Punch. This was all stroke play. I it was compelling, I guess, on the stretch. Right, the first couple of days were hard to kind of keep track of. Like like we said, those poo poo platter of matches. Uh, I thought, it got a little. Go ahead. I thought it was pretty good. In terms what was of good? like format. Okay. What else? Well, I mean, why why was it good? It was good from Friday thought, through thought, Sunday night. I thought uh, Saturday was pretty decent. Like you had like some interesting matchups, like Louis and, and Bryson going twenty three holes, and you know those match. I mean, here's the thing: we said this when they when they announced it. Like match team match play is naturally like always good. <laughs> like your your bar, you have a very high floor when you have a team match play tournament. And I think like the the final round stroke play is kind of interesting. I I think because it, you you have guys like the Leishman situation at the end where he has like this putt and it, it ended up not mattering because Reed birdied you know to push him ahead. But mm-hmm. Leishman who like he's shooting like a nondescript seventy five it was seventy five seventy six and he birdies the last hole to push his team into a tie for the lead like. I um yeah I'm a big match play fan. I thought today was actually one of the better, one of the stronger moments for yeah. live because of I thought all four counting and mattering was significant. It felt like right. Obviously, you get a guy who makes a triple or a double, it swings things. Um, you were like you'd be watching and like they were like three clear, and then all of a sudden it was like tied or not. Like the swings were pretty significant and constant and. Uh, it kind of helped kept helped keep things close. Now that could just be the sort of nature of how today went, and it could have gone a different way where the aces ran out by a bunch. But uh, I thought it was pretty compelling, and obviously they got what they wanted with their two top rated guys, more or less. 
having a you know a putt off there at the end or an up and down kind of mano a mano thing between DJ and Cam Smith for the whole deal. Um, so yeah, I I thought today was interesting with the wild swings. Uh, the format, like I, I, we we said on Friday, it exposed how weak they are, sort of at the bottom after their first handful of stars. But um, oh, it was interesting. It was interesting. Yeah, I think it. I just was it look like. How much better can the rosters get? Is the thing right? How many new guys are they going to sign? Well, we have this like Guardian report out right today. You want to talk about this? this? Is Ewan Murray? Let's give credit. He was also the one who interviewed Rory on last week. Um, and in there, he's he's in Miami. Rumors in Miami, and and Ewan is a real reporter. He doesn't just like just start throwing. He's not a Twitter account that just throws out names. Uh, you know, he's he's hearing in Miami, or there's chatter in Miami about Xander and Patrick Cantlay. Uh, who else was in there? Mito Pereira, which has Mito. kind of been an ongoing person to seem to join his friend Joaquin Neiman. Um, and somebody else, was there anybody else in there? Yeah, there's one other one in there. Um, the big one's Xander and Cantley. Uh, so that would be a substantial, not totally unsurprising. Uh, oh, Thomas Peters was the other one. You're a lion eye, so you're uh, a. Yeah, Thomas Peters. That would be. A I was blow trying to, to trying to let that one slide by. Oh yeah, you're a selective. I, you know, we can't derail any any momentum that our top fifteen football team has right now. We're gonna be so in this, the college football rankings. It's kind of CFP rankings. I can't believe it. I can't. Uh, We're gonna be a legitimate team in the rankings. You got to beat Purdue. It's never happened. We've you never be been Perdoe. in the rankings. Do you know uh, that? Well, yeah. No, of course. Because you have, what, didn't you have the longest top 25 drought? And the rankings are yeah. much more recent deal. You, never been in you know sure. how exciting that is? <laughs> I guess. It's exciting. Just celebrate, pop the bottle of champagne when they announce the rankings. Uh, so, yeah, Xander and Cantley would be a big one. This is like where uh, we just talked about how it was pretty interesting format. But Liv's been at its most interesting all year. It was like the off-season stuff. And we're about to have Back a in long it. winter of stuff, I would Not say. Not a long winter. So they're starting back in February. I think this is going to happen quick. But, but I'm talking about like three, four months of like a TV deal, more rumors. It sounds like they're going to like lock down their group by the end of this year. So I guess that's two months. Interesting in the UN article, it's like basically it's an interview with Atul Kosla, who seems to now be the fake. Uh, well, he's doing much more of the talking, comes across much better than Greg Norman. He's like a serious executive. And I don't know. We've, I, I'm sure others have said it. We've kind of been saying it on this podcast from the beginning, like since like June, like Norman was needed to be like sort of the shit stir, the shameless one who would, who would try to spit in the PGA tour's face and sign guys and be out there and take all the bullets. Uh, and then they would like bring in a real sort of executive now that they've got a little bit of something to work with. So uh, yeah, notable as well in the UN thing. In addition to Xander and Cantley, that would obviously be a big blow to like the whole Delaware delegation unity deal, right? Uh, of that whole core group. So they're moving forward in this elevated event series, but not surprising based on, hearing those two guys rumored a lot obviously they're very close yeah vacation buds i hear they have a, a package deal too where they they get more if they both come 
than if they either one of them goes. And are those? Is that a Wasserman? Is that Cantley might be Wasserman? I think Cantley's Wasserman, but it's a little more. It's kind of adding a different element as well. Uh, would they be on the same team? I wonder. That's kind of inequitable putting those guys together, right? You know. You know well, I think these teams are going to get a lot better. I think that there's going to be, you know. I think you're gonna buckle up for a handful of guys going. I, I like this is the thing um with it is they're gonna be at a, a, a big year for them to live right after this is I think they need to start showing some financial like the TV deal they need they need to I I imagine like the idea of selling franchises is a big thing. They might need to sell one of those and who knows like I'm sure they there could be an under the table deal there uh with all the companies that the the Saudi Arabian public investment fund uh deals with but I think like I think that year 2 of of live is going to be a lot different in, than year 1 um I think it will be a lot more put together um in a way it's it's kind of like I'm kind of sad that the year one's over because I just think that year two is probably gonna be better. Um and I don't think that bodes well for the PGA tour, especially with you know, we talked about this two weeks ago, just how seemingly little they've done in defense. I mean, they're just elevating these random tournaments. It's it, it I don't know. It's uh I thought for year for a first year and this is kind of zooming out. This is far further along than I would have expected it to be. Um, when we started after the, after the Phil quotes and everything, um, if they get Xander and, and Cantley, that's, that's tough, right? Cause then you could argue that they might have the better players at the top. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I, I think like there's a big question about like who Bryson and Brooks are. And I mean, Brooks seems to be making a comeback here. It, it, I like, I got to see it in majors too. I think that's another thing where let's say, you know, I think they're going to have some real competitive major presence, right. At, at majors. So I, I think that will also continue to build a, a narrative for them as well. Um, I don't know that I would say they have, more good players yet just by, by those two guys, but uh, it, it certainly increases their chances. Yeah. So. I, I mean, I've heard the tours super worried about Xander too. So, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. it's, 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 it sucks. You know, there could be other ones that aren't, I mean, this is just one report, right? And this is what the rumors are. You, who knows? Like the rumors, the rumors, right? Until they're, until they're signed. But for the most part, there's been tons Tons of smoke around those two guys. It's interesting though, like the the product has lost steam. the the actual The actual golf, there's not a lot of juice. There just isn't. And I know this was supposed to be the big finale. It had the more compelling format of match play. Um, and you know, wh- where did we top out today? Like thirty seven thousand? Did it I think, go I think it really high to towards like the 70. end? It got yeah, like seventy in that. Okay, so most of the weekend it was in like the thirties, the twenties, and then I guess it got pretty high towards the end. I thought the most, some of the best stuff today was Phil in the booth. Like 
he continues when nobody to be, was in on on it. Right, right. Phil, Phil's Phil's really good in the booth. They're hearing him talk golf, hearing him. Bubba ask him about golf. Bubba less so talk golf, but more ask questions about golf to Phil. Um, was one of the more interesting parts of the day. Obviously, Phil is, is a lot of other thoughts about a lot of things and, and has been discredited in some ways this year. But uh, he was really interesting to listen to him when he was just talking about the golf shots. Uh, and, and seems to, it was crazy how he just knows like everybody's game and everybody, like Chase Kepka, like he could suddenly talk about him and like why this shot would be hard for him and, and what he excels at. Uh, I just thought he was, he was pretty interesting in the booth. And, you know, we won't, that, that could have been a could have been a career for him that would have enriched all of all the all of our as an audience but that that train left the track station a long time ago so anything else on live today it's it's over done and dusted you're yeah, you're I, you, you i mean are you worried about that their numbers are like reduced slowing on every like bangkok and jedi i guess you sort of expect because of the time change but I, I'll just throw this out there. If you threw Butterfield on a YouTube on the PGA Tours YouTube stream, how many people are of watching? Of course, do you think. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's, that's, there's an I, advantage to just being on in pro shops across America. You know, on in sports, on and you know, people just fall into it. But yes, um, I wonder how many people watch that NFL game that you had to kind of seek that out on ESPN Plus this morning. Or like, I guess, you know, Amazon Prime has some numbers too. But um, yeah, you don't know what to make of, of the TV numbers. It's so you. hard to do. Like, it's so it's such an easy thing. And I got a shot in this morning with a tweet. What was so, it, 15000 or $1,500 per viewer? Per viewer. 30, 50 million. 50 million up for grabs, 33000 watching, 1500 bucks per viewer. But, like, I got, you know, it's just, I can't, I think it's still a significant number that they're getting with, like, a YouTube stream. I just don't think there's like that big of a, a golf audience. And if you're not on the television on Golf Channel, that's the other thing. Is like, who are they going to get this deal with? And, TV deal? Yeah. And if it's like some obscure channel, are the numbers going to be, they might end up being like almost worse. Right. Right. Because it's harder to find and it's hard to, to stumble into. Or yeah. or like certain packages, like it, it don't carry it. Like you have to get, what if I have to get a special package right. to get this? I'm not going to buy it. Right. Like I, we'll I, one thing I'm not gonna do is spend money to support live. <laughs> uh, okay, that does it. I it's a I don't have a lot to say in terms of analysis on the golf and the aces winning and all this stuff. Um, I I didn't. It got interesting at the end, which it should. Given it just it should. You better be interesting at the end of your season finale. Pretty pretty funny. It that, sucks. Cam Smith's playing. Why? What do you mean? I just like watching Cam Smith play golf. Yeah. Yeah. He he had a good round today. He was like 65 or something. Nobody else came close to his round. So, all right. Uh, let's do an ad read for our friends at bdratty.com. Um, what's the temperature like out there in central California? Chil- Where are you at in now? the morning. Okay. 
beautiful during the day, chilly at we've, night. It's great. I, I wear lots of clothes. That's what I was going to say. I'm like sort of in this layering zone where it's like I, I have a soccer game at 8 a.m. and it's like 38. But then it's like 65 and sunny by the third game of the day at 2 or 3 o'clock. So I had my, my Proctor hoodie on over with a vest over that, the uh, zero restriction vest over that. I, I would recommend the Proctor hoodie. I think I'm fully sold on the Proctor. Like it's a good I like quality. It's, it's, it's excellent. Fabulous hoodie. I don't know if I'd wear it to play golf. Apparently that's a thing now. Hoodies in, on the golf course. They have no utility. They're just a nuisance. They get in your way and hit your face. You know what when bothers me about hoodies what? on the golf course? Is the, th- the strings. The strings. They dangle down and they're right in my field of vision. They're moving before I'm hanging. I'm thinking about the strings. I'm not thinking about the shot. And, uh, you know, so I, I have to, t- I tuck them in. It's a great but Then, then they- I'm tucked in. <laughs> you know, Draddy, one of their other, their t-shirt hoodie has no strings. I'm a big fan of that one. You like that one. Okay. I, I'm a big Proctor hoodie. I like the fit. I, I know... We try to recommend a couple different things. Zach Short is one. I love the Lee long sleeve polo. That's a sport one. Proctor hoodie is way up there for me. I think you could wear it with anything. You wear it with like khaki pants. You can wear it with joggers. You can wear it with whatever. It's a good, good classic hoodie. Uh, Comes in a lot it. of colors. Yeah, they've got a bunch of colors now in that, like a, a light blue, a green, stuff like that. So go to bdraddy.com. Use the promo code SGS25. You get 25% off. Uh, if your you know team is a playoff rankings, you could go to the collegiate section. They've got a lot of SEC teams down there. Old Miss continues to play pretty well. They got a lot of Old Miss stuff. Auburn continues to not play well, but Bruce Pearl will have the hoops program up and running again uh, pretty what soon. An awful guy. How, hey, but, what do you did you watch the Illini game? No, no, Man, I was out, out a lot on Saturday. When are you going to are you going to tune in for the Michigan game when it's two top ten teams? Quiet. Yeah, I'll watch that. It seems like I so I, I saw them winning. I went to the stand. It seems like the Perdon, the game against Perdon, will be a big one, right? Because they have <laughs> they're in the West. Every game, I don't feel good about our team. Still, I'm an Illinois fan. Like I expect to lose. I was so nervous on Saturday. The Michigan game is not going to be good. I mean, that's just not right. Is that in at home? Is no, that in in Ann Arbor? Oh gosh. That stinks. That would have been fun. You get like a night game in Champaign against, you know, Michigan. Even even if it's a blowout, you at least have that hype and experience going into it. Um, we we uh, opened uh, we opened against Michigan State as a sixteen point favorite. Wait, what? Yeah, sixteen point favorite. How unbelievable! I know Michigan is State's that? not doing well. That's crazy. They're gonna lose oh. one of these games. Yeah, it's just the. There's no way they get through. Like, there's no way they win these games that they're supposed to win. That's like Illinois football, right? Right. It's the one that that catch you before uh, before the climax game against Michigan or something. Is where they, they'll catch you. All right, but you can go to be Dratty as well. <laughs> Use the promo code SGS twenty five. Thanks for their support. We need to get uh, them to get you. Illinois gear. I in told there. you. I know they're working on it. I'm sure they're working on it. Uh, all right. Continuing on, let's do news, then we'll do Halloween costumes, golf-related Halloween costume news. Martin Slumbers talked to John Huggin at the Asia-Pacific Amateur. He says, you know, the big thing, and I don't, it, 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 
I didn't think it was the biggest shocking quotes or anything, but just said the open is going to remain open. We are not banning live players. Uh, we will have an announcement, an official announcement in January or February of this year that I'll outline our official policy towards live players. What do you think that means? Where he, he doesn't seem keen, you know, this is the oldest major in the books. We're not, we're not going to corrupt its integrity by banning players or not having, you know, a great player eligible, uh, ineligible. So I'm wondering, are they going to create an exemption category for so-and-so on the live tour? The, the problem with live right now is like, it's still hard to gauge like who had a good season there and who didn't outside of like, you know, you know, the four aces did well in team format. DJ did pretty well. I, I, it's like hard to gauge if you were to create an exemption category, who's necessarily playing well on live. Peter Uline, 4A guy, did well. Uh, but it's just, I, I maybe that'll be more formalized next year. But if they're announcing it in February, you know, you don't have a lot of sample size. They won't have played really live. So what I, do you think I mean, that means? I think just from the basic base level like hey we're not banning these guys they can come qualify what does that mean they can come they to open, open qualifying, qualifying series yeah uh, also like if they do x y and z if they play well in something and they earn world ranking points they're in you know i think i think all these organizations that run concur- concur- concurrently with the European tour and the PGA tour probably at the bare minimum have to explain that they are not going the way that the tour has where they've outright banned them. I think this is kind of like not like breaking news. I, you know, this is what they've been doing. Right. I didn't think it was like the biggest deal. Yeah. But like the fact that he has a, he hinted at some formal policy made me wonder whether they're creating some sort of exemption category that will kind of go around the whole OWGR issue. Well, I think these guys aren't going to be eligible on that. It's important for them to wait and see what happens. If, if Liv says they're going to be locked and loaded with rosters and everything, January one, why would you come up with anything before then? What if, yeah, what if can't, let's just say can't lay Shoffley and one other top 20 guy goes over there what do you do? You have to, you know, like I, that's the thing that's so hard with all of this is that like if four, four more real relevant guys go, like, what do you do? If you're a major? Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. I, I, fortunate for them. A lot of the guys are exempt via other ways. A lot of the guys they want, you know, past champions and things like that. But, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. That the, I mean, the lo- they also their defending champion is on the tour, right? Like that's another thing. Like they're all their marketing of their pat their defending champion. He's playing on this tour. You're kind of in like a really weird situation, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right, that does it for news. Marty sleeps. Always good to hear from him. I thought it was an interesting interview. Read that Huggin article. Uh, read you and Murray's article. Good, good, uh, good stuff. Talking to different people around the world of golf this weekend. Should we get to Halloween costumes? Fifth annual, I guess. Fifth annual. Uh, all right. Rules again. There are no rules. Tangentially related to golf. Tangentially related to some of the 
ephemera, the pass through our world here, this very niche corner of the world, the shotgun start universe. Um, we had slugger white. We sometimes there's the switcheroo. There's the misdirection play. There's the group costume. There's the abstract. I think I one time suggested you're the global home or the shadow. You go as a shadow leaderboard, all these things. Those are the rules. There are no rules tangentially related to golf. I have a bunch lift, listed off here. I'm going to start with the most obvious one. And I, you know, when it happened, I put it down and I just didn't expect it to become such a part of the cultural zeitgeist that it would be too obvious by the time we got to Halloween. But that's Bryson running into a rope at Live Chicago. You have two people hold, holding the rope, Bryson and his, you know, rope Puma guy. gear. And uh, yeah, you walk up to the door to hit the doorbell and you get clipped and you go to your knees and you're cursing every time. Fucking shit, guys, come on. Like yelling like Bryson was. That's that's very obvious one. Bryson running into the rope for Halloween, just rolling around on people's front porches in pay, <laughs> shouting obscenities. So uh, obvious one. I yeah. got one. I got one here. Um, this is going to be an easy one. This is. If you're a procrastinator, you don't have a costume, you want to go, you want to do something that nobody's going to understand, but you will have a chuckle about it. Walk around with your dog. Just take your dog out for a walk and go door to door with your dog. When people say, oh, what are you? You say, I'm Matt Wolf. <laughs> the misdirection play. I was wondering, I thought about that. God, it was. I was sitting around I was like, how do I get that wolf dog story in? Uh, you know, the, the dog is the most pampered F in the dog in the world. Yeah, because now he has Matt Wolf. More time with Matt. Matt Wolf. Um, good one. <laughs> you, want, you want me to go with another one? Sure. Go ahead. All right. So dressed up as a, as a nondescript soldier, you know, maybe maybe get a few get a few adult beverages in you. Get so you're stumbling around a little bit. What kind of soldier? Are we talking like camouflage, like an infantryman or something? Yeah, like, like, okay. Just, I didn't like know a, PXG like or maybe, I didn't know what we were no, talking about. All right. Maybe okay. like, a, maybe go with like some nondescript guy from Game of Thrones. Like, okay. you know, the guy, okay. guy uh, that, you know, I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah. You know, just maybe get a little, little lubed up. So yeah. you kind of are stumbling around. And you could be Charlie Hoffman, Cannon oh. Fodder Charlie. I had this on my list. Into, this, into the battlefield. I had more of a, a mid 18th century glitch. Like, put on the yeah, uniform. Like Game of Thrones. Put a wound in, you know, bloody. Like, you got a wound. <laughs> your shoulder's been blasted off by a, You have a horse where you're just out in the middle of the field getting bombarded. Maybe put a waste management logo on your chest just to and then wear the Charlie Hoffman. But yeah. I'm cannon fodder Charlie. Only shotgun start listeners would probably get that one if they're on your trick-or-treating route. But nevertheless, you're still cannon fodder Charlie. This one is submitted by Trip Norcus. I, I usually don't take listener submissions, but he sent it early and I put it on the list. Trip Norcus. Costume idea after listening to this week's episode. A full <laughs> a full kangaroo suit with a batting helmet and two gloves, one baseball, one golf. Your Mark Olrud Leishman. <laughs> a kangaroo suit with a batting helmet. <laughs> Mark Olrud Leishman. That's really good. I got a Leishman. Uh, it's a it's a it's a group uh, get up. Yeah. Okay. I, I was gonna okay. say if you got a if you're a little guy and you got a tall friend, or you're a tall guy and you got a little friend, 
You could go as two baseball players. One could be Mark Leishman, and the other guy could be Steven Yeager, the, the classic four <laughs> guy. Like just a little slight, little, <laughs> just not, doesn't quite have the the MLB body or pop, you know, yep. needed to be a to be an MLB star. And you could go as you know, Leishman like and Yeager. Uh, another one that we, after watching today, I was kind of figuring out how we would execute this, but it goes Arlo White. He goes the whole live announce crew, quite honestly, and they each do their own thing. Arlo White, you go, and like every time you knock on the door, they like drop some shitty piece of candy. Here's your little almond joy. You go, absolutely incredible. <laughs> like just over enthusiastic about like your little shitty almond joys. He was out of control today, Arlo White. He talked about how he was getting emotional. Because there are only nine holes left in the season. He says, I'm getting emotional. He is such a like boy who cried, you know, over enthusiasm. But yes, absolutely incredible. Thank you. Uh, and then if you were Sue Ann, you would just stumble through <laughs> not being able to say trick or treat every time. Like tricker, and then you like started wandering off with another thought and then come back to treat. You could be Do you Sue think Ann. Sue Ann's going to be back for 2023. <laughs> how, how is she still around? Does she know, like, the commissioner of the, like, how is Sue Ann even there? She must know the executive did you producer hear or Phil, something. Did you hear Phil talking about how he thought her name was Suzanne? I thought Bubba, thought, Bubba called her Suzanne on Saturday or something, <laughs> Phil, right? Phil was on the telecast <laughs> saying he thought her name was Suzanne. For, and he's like, I just realized that it's Sue, <laughs> Sue Ann. Ann. <laughs> She was terrible again. I don't know how, but yeah, I just can't say trick or treat without stumbling and wandering off the secondary thought. So that, those are your live right. announcer segments. I got one Go from Will, Will Knights here. Right. Um, so you, uh, you get, get in some robes, you know, get in, you know, priest like attire okay. and uh, priest like, okay. But you're a boy, you know, so you're, you're an altar boy. But you're really a little Alker boy. <laughs> you're an Alker fan. Little Alker boy. Okay. I had I had for him. I can't believe we each had a Stephen Alker costume. That's just that's how stupid this is. I had him like out on parole, like you're an inmate, you're walking out up for parole, second lease on life. Like that uh, Miller, was it Miller Brady, the champion store? Stephen Alker doing everything he can with his uh, his lease on life. Second lease on parolee Alker. Um, All right. I got a few. I got a few outfits for uh, Pat Perez. Oh, this God. is a tough one. I wanted to, I wanted a, uh, you know, the to be a freeloader, really. Yeah. So yeah. few options for you here. There, there's a comedian, an old timer comedian who had a character named Freddie Freeloader. You could dress up as Freddie Freeloader. Sure. Um, I like it. You could be SpongeBob SquarePants, but you're you're not SpongeBob. You're 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 Pat Perez soaking up everybody else's work, you know, soaking <laughs> all up. Or you could be a millennial. What's that mean? Freeloading millennial? Oh, yeah. All the boomers, <laughs> all the, the stereotypes. Yeah. I'm, I'm a millennial. I take yeah. offense to that. My father-in-law yeah. threw that out there. I was like, oh, I don't like that. He's like, some people will. <laughs> he goes a lottery ticket, too. A lot of money for doing nothing. You know, <laughs> this is for Pat Perez. I had that one. Um, who else have we got I got here? I got one here. Buy, buy a uh, Riddler costume, you know? With yeah. the question marks all over yeah. it. 
Yeah. Except tape over the question marks with uh with vowels, and you could go as Adrian uh Atagwe, <laughs> the vowel man. Um I had Nick Faldo. You could start blubbering, crying every time someone opens the door because <laughs> of his very emotional year. <laughs> Trick or treat, don't get the <laughs> Like nobody would understand that, but I put it out there. My um, my annual ghost costume would. Uh, oh, there are a lot of options for this. Go ahead. Would, I would say you're a Canadian golfer in the President's oh, Cup. Could go as could go as 2022 Players Champion, ghost, just a ghost. This is, Cameron Smith has been wiped off the face of the earth for defending Players Champion. Say, I would say you compare that ghost Players Champion Cameron Smith versus zombie Ryder Cup captain Henrik Stenson dressed as a zombie and say, "Well, oh, you're a zombie." He's like, "No, I'm a Ryder Cup captain, <laughs> a dead Ryder Cup captain Henrik Stenson." Misdirection. Um, what else? Cammy from the Bronx. Cam Young, but Bronx maybe wear a little more streetwear as opposed <laughs> to Bronx edition of he the could Yankees be Cameron. hat. Yeah, he could be Cameron. <laughs> yeah, Cammy from the Bronx was a playoff Jenny, but yeah, it can be Cameron from the Bronx instead of Sleepy Hollow. He's just sort of yeah, I'm a professional golfer. You got a putter because we all know he was from the streets of the Bronx, according to the Open Championship interviewer. Um, I couldn't think of a good Jay Monahan one. We always, he's a subject every year, but like you wear a suit and you set a trick or treat, you say legacy, not leverage. I want legacy, <laughs> not leverage. Every time you knock on the door, people are like, what, what's wrong with you? What are, what, you're incoherent. <laughs> Same, another one I thought about was James Hahn. You just open the door and you start just sputtering non sequiturs and things that don't make any sense. You're dressed up as a golfer and you just leave people bewildered staring back at you through their through their doorway. James, I was Hunt. I was thinking for uh, for Rory, you could you could dress up. You could just wear a bunch of uh, fast food items like you could be carrying Popeyes in a yeah. Domino's yeah. shirt with yeah. some <laughs> other hat. It's just a fast food junkie. I like that. Uh, one I had was your Tiger Woods, but Tiger getting off the plane in Philadelphia at Wilmington in his yeah. Eddie Bauer shirt and jeans. Like, oh, are you just a fall dad? Like, no, I'm Tiger Woods in Philadelphia. Uh, what else do I have? Um, Kevin Na getting treatment for flu-like symptoms, which was like a horror scene in and of itself uh, in Bangkok. Norman, Greg Norman, you could do many different kinds. You could do parachuting Greg Norman to come in and announce that they're wearing shorts now. You could do, I thought the one looking over Shipnuck's shoulder, so there's a two-person costume, and you're a Shipnuck, and you're like throwing logs on a fire pit as you walk around. <laughs> you're carrying a mobile fire pit with firewood, and, and then you, know, you have Greg Norman scowling over his shoulder. That's a two-person costume. Um, Antifaldo. Uh, beat me to this you could, one. You could go as the the extraordinarily rich uh, club pro. Who's that? What do you mean? Just since all club pros make so much money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the extraordinarily right. affluent club pro. That's right. Antifaldo beat me to this one. You could be a live reply guy. You know, live bot. Where you're just shouting things about how you, you know, dick riding for the PGA Tour, like PGA Tour is done. You're shouting to people. Uh, you have like sort of the non-avatar like, account five, with no avatar. Five followers five, created, and you have five things that you say. <laughs> yes, one of five things. One of them's what about China? 
I'm a live bot. Yes. What about China? <laughs> right. What about Uber? Uh, gold boy, of course. Gold, gold boy would be one. Oh, gold know. boy. Yeah. I mean, you just wear a gold man suit. You're swinging the, go- yeah. You're swinging a golf club and celebrating, doing all these things. Gold boy. I, I think gold boy is a costume people should actually could put together this year. Um, what else do I, oh, you got any more you want to go with? Or are you good? I'm good. I'm good. I got, I'm all right. Done. I'm all out. I shot all my, uh, my balls all right. here. Oh, I have one other one. Yeah. Do not do anything. Go as yourself. Dress as yourself. And you're Dylan Fratelli because he'd never waste money on a costume. <laughs> oh, what are you? I'm Dylan Fratelli. Are you just <laughs> not wearing a costume? No, no, I am. I'm Dylan Fratelli. <laughs> Save money. Uh, what, what else do I have here? Oh, Phil at the first live party who was just a meme. Like you get a leather jacket. I mean, it, it, like this is executable. You could do this one. Just middle-aged guy looking worse for the wear to, to say the least. Last but not least, um, you cover yourself in clay. And you start <laughs> shouting, you're the clay man. You start handing out boilerplate defamation lawsuits at everyone's door. You've got the piece of paper. You're getting sued. Maybe you go with your wife. You She's dressed yourself? up. How do you cover yourself in clay? Like, there's a, you know, a friendly. Like Play-Doh? You know, yeah. Yeah. And you're the clay man and you're shouting. And you, maybe your wife dresses up as Justine and you just start handing out. You're, you just start reading off the list of insults that Patrick Reed has had to endure over the last three years. Thanks to Brandel and others. Um, and yeah. And you hand out defamation lawsuits and you're the clay man. So, uh, I think that's it. I, sh- I have more down here, but that's probably probably enough for for this one. I was trying to figure out an Andy Ogletree costume. Like, how do you? Uh, is that the ghost? What is that one? Guy who just dropped in on one event and like doesn't exist a, anymore. Problem was he was a ghost before. <laughs> I know. I know. Cannon fodder, Charlie. I may have to pull together for tomorrow night, Monday night. So, all right, that does it for this episode in the fifth annual Halloween costumes. Uh, Mark, Mark Olrude, that's a good one. Good, good listener submission there. And a kangaroo and batting helmet, kangaroo costume. Uh, everyone, enjoy your Halloween. Enjoy your Mondays. We'll be back with you on uh, Wednesday to talk about. I don't even know what the PGA Tour is, event is this week, or what we'll talk about then. But we'll be back with you on Wednesday. Mm-hmm.